took my eldest child shopping the other day, ready for college. Blech. Wow. Wow. Blech. So Blech. is this is this kind Blech. of stationary clothes, bit of everything? Clothes. clothes. Bit, of, okay. bit, of, bit of a fresh look going into college. Yeah. Not trying to impress anyone, but just needs new shit. Yeah, And we're in the same stuff for ages. So yeah. got a bit of a, a fashion refresh on the old attire in the wardrobe there. Perfectly fine trip. Went over to the big city. Yep. Portsmouth. Oh, so big and scary. But we went. Yep. Went for a shop about. Did you get on the ferry? No, we drove around. Oh yeah, of course you did. Yeah. Why would you get pay, on the fucking not, ferry? Not paying ferry prices. No, get on the ferry with a riffraff. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I got, I got politely mugged. Like I literally got mugged. You got very mugged. Politely. Yeah, let, let you me. You got very slightly mugged. Very politely. Very politely mugged. A very politely mugging sounds like a kind of Christmas tale, doesn't it? <laughs> it's a, it's a Dickens special. <laughs> okay. So we're walking through the main the main drag there on the main road. Yeah. Right in the middle of the shopping, and there's some charity dudes. They got iPads. They got dangly things around their neck. Charity dudes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huge guy walks up to me, looks at me and says, how you doing, man? How you doing? Are you having a good day? Fist bump. Looks at the eldest, calls him young blood, fist bump. We're mates already. Yeah. Firm friends. And that was when I knew it was happening. <laughs> you could slowly feel your but shorts and pants being pulled for whatever, down. <laughs> for whatever reason, I continued and I let myself get dragged into the friendly charity person oh, conversation. No. He says, do you understand how, how bad knife crime is at the moment? I was like, hey, knife crime. Hey, that's a, that's a youth, youth charity. Hey, shit, the claws are going in. And then he says, I was a victim of knife crime. I was stabbed in the wrist, back of my neck, blah, blah, blah. That chap over there who's having a cigarette break at the moment, his brother was lost to knife crime. And I was like, ah. Ooh. Oh, dear. Oh, in deep, like, right in there. And then he said, now I can see that look in your face. We're not a committal charity. We don't ask for commitment in any way from a bank account or anything. It's literally just a one-off payment. And I was like, okay, can you spare a fiver? And he showed me his iPad and he said, look, right there, minimum payment. I was like, ah. And he whipped out his card machine. Now, yeah, you're in too deep. Oh, yeah. So I had to, I had to make a decision there. And I was like, right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get rid of this guy. Essentially, like, we're friends. You've had a good time. We've experienced many things in our short time together. But it's time to draw it to a close. So instead of being a bastard, I was like, Do you know what? I'll give him the five. Yeah. And I gave him five. He went, thanks very much, man. Have a great day. I said, thank you. You know, you have a great day too. And we, we parted ways. And then I came down off my seemingly big, cool black guy-induced high and realized he'd just fucking mugged me. Because at no point during this charity, charity conversation, did he take any details off me, which as a charity you have to do to take donations from each donator to prove you're not embezzling money. What he did not do was any of those things. What he did do was take the fiver and put it in his pocket. 
And that's when the eldest pipes up and says, oh, you know that badge around his neck? That was just a printed piece of paper with a face on it. It wasn't his face. <laughs> and I was like, for fuck's sake, I've just been politely mugged by a massive guy with stab wounds <laughs> with the best story I've ever heard. But I kind, the, of, I kind of feel like that's okay, though. I, in a way, I'm sort of like, I'm not mad about it. Yeah. <laughs> it was so politely done. I was like, you could literally just be holding me up, like hypocritically, with a knife in a back alley somewhere. But instead, he's loud and proud of the fake badge on. Just, I mean, it might not have been a fake badge, but it looked like one. <laughs> I'm going off, off of the report of a 16-year-old goober. <laughs> so I don't know. But, yeah, either way, I got politely mugged. Wow. It happens. Could have been worse. I could have ended up with stab wounds. And keep, then... keep your wits about you. Yeah, the cycle could have <laughs> continued. Could you with, could have ended up there the in six months' time with an <laughs> iPad going. Have you got any money? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> keep your wits about you, listeners. <laughs> Dick is. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I fucking love spotted dick. A mainstay of Sundays across the British Isles, spotted dick. Yeah. Now, it's not something you get off your greasy uncle. What it is, is a pudding. It is a pudding, isn't it? It is a pudding. Really? Yeah. It's like a suety, raisiny, baked pudding. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's an old school, like, wartime. Yeah, it's like a working, <laughs> it's a working class pud, isn't it? The spotted yeah. dick. So, but obviously, when, when presented to our American brethren, uh, they only hear spotty penis. They don't hear anything else except for that. It is not a food stuff. It is something that you don't want to be Which given. I mean is fair. Yeah, it's fair. So I thought, are there any other names like that where they're either lost in translation or just brazen attempts of uh, attention whoring? Well, I mean, they don't know what a pig in blanket is. They call pig in blankets what we would call a sausage roll. Yeah, uh, and a pig in a blanket is a sausage wrapped in bacon. But yeah. You can't get that wrong. Anyway, yeah. anyway. I found some Go on in. from across the globe. So how about a biscuit roll made by Glico? Cream colon. Green colon? Cream colon. What? Wait, what's a... What? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's a biscuit. It's like a little... Uh, it looks like um, remember the Milky Way finger thing. <laughs> crispy roll. Looks like yeah, like a crispy roll. It looks like one of them. And it's, and called it's a cream a colon. Cream colon. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
How about 100% Chicken Breast Nuggets, otherwise known as Original Breast Munchies by Ingham. That's very good. Australia. Breast Munchies. Breast Munchies. Uh, one of the original taffle snacks. The Osterburger. Justo Snacks. Megapus. <laughs> Megapus. Also translated to the Mega Passe and Mega Pussy. <laughs> wow, there we go. Otherwise known as fucking Watsits. <laughs> what the fuck? They're literally just Watsits, man. <laughs> Watsits are called Mega Puss. Mega Pussy. That's amazing. Like just those snacks. Uh, bat milk? Ba- bat milk? <laughs> what do you think bat milk is? It's a Brazilian company. What? Oh, company is called Batavo. Bat milk? I don't know. Milk from a bat? <laughs> I didn't know you could milk a bat. <laughs> yogurt. It's just yogurt. It's called we're bat gonna milk. Call it, we're going to call it bat milk. That makes it even worse. How about that traditional Romanian hot drink urinal? <laughs> Made with cranberries. <laughs> Which I mean, a little bit of that. yeah. There's there's an irony there somewhere. Oh, you, you could top it off with some of China's only puke crackers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're actually known as only puket, but uh, due to a bad product design, it comes out as only puke on the label. There we go. Uh, crunky nude ball? Crunky nude ball. Or crunky ball nude, as the Japanese pronunciation crunky ball nude okay what's that yeah. uh it's it looks like a ferrero rocher i've never had one of them really oh, i can't eat nuts oh of course you can't yeah it's a shame if only there was some nut leeway let's not skip over nut leeway <laughs> that sounds like a wrestler's name Weighing in at 240 pounds from Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Not leeway. Hailing from Chattanooga. Not leeway. Not leeway. (laughs) (laughs) That would be not leeway, the wrestler. Go on. And his tag team partner, Fresh. Semen dip! <laughs> Fresh semen dip. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> it's garlic spread, but it's, uh, wow, it's from a, Tur- it's a Turkish mispronunciation. Ah, oh, that's funny. Ah, I need some uh, vagina beer. Vagina beer? Yep, it's a Macedonian. Yeasty, uh, just really yeasty <laughs> beer. It's got a mild metallic flavour. <laughs> really coppery, don't know why. <laughs> you could top it off with some of Sweden's plop chocolate. I've seen plop when I was over there. It's everywhere. Plop is everywhere. I've, se- I've seen plop in the flesh. <laughs> <laughs> also, on a, as an aside, I always thought it was really funny that up in Swedish is oop. <laughs> I want to go oop. <laughs> I want to go oop. I don't know why they're a camp German, but anyway. Oh, uh, still funny. 
Uh, you could always wash it down with some pea cola if you went to Ghana. Pea cola? I mean, yeah. Yeah, pea cola. I can't, I can't you... drink Coca-Cola. Give me the shit. Well, maybe you should try some albino cola. <laughs> <laughs> pea cola is that's otherwise named... Yeah, well, blame Ghana. How about I mean, some it's not, fag- it's fagatini a... pasta? Fatatini? Fagatini. Fagatini. Wow, okay. Yeah. Or some uh, golden gay time ice lollies from New Zealand. Okay. They they look like the best feast ice lolly you've ever eaten. You used to eat loads of feasts. I do like a feast. I, remember... I have to avoid ice cream, otherwise I'd become a fat fuck. But when right, we when we fir- when we first met, that's one of my first memories of you. Massive glasses, bandage on your arm, eating a feast. <laughs> your mum gave I you a feast, and you wouldn't let me have one. You didn't offer me I'd, one. I only had one. That was it. Yeah, you that did. Was the one. You had a whole box of them in the freezer. And you just Dude, eat, I was used to go, offering oh, this anything. feast is really good. Have you ever had a feast? Oh, these feasts are really good. I was just stood there like, all right. Is it like Bruce Bogtrier? What is this? I just spat water all over the desk. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Bogtrier. Yeah, you were. Well, that's, that's what happens. I mean, maybe I needed to drink more Pocari sweat drink from japan wow or maybe some terra juice from venezuela wow maybe i need more of those things in my life so then i wouldn't be such a little brucey you were absolute <laughs> massive bog trotter mate never offered me a fucking thing um i mean i don't there's quite a lot of i mean you haven't held on to it for about 20 years so that's good yeah i have i've resented you this whole time this whole podcast you can buy your own fucking feast just have a feast you muppet i've still never never had one one. still never had one every time i go in there i get like an arm slash back (laughs) you never offered me a feast (laughs) oh my gosh everybody down well, your um, your food-related uh, kidding is uh, somewhat different to to mine. Um, this is an article from uh, a very f- for our international listeners. This is a very reputable, one of the most reputable actually um, news outlets that that Britain has to offer, uh, and that is the, it's a newspaper called the Daily Star, and. Um, the Daily Star. Um, <laughs> now I'm going to send you a picture, and then I'm going to send you. Um, I'm going to tell you what the article was. Now I would say there's some viewer discretion ad- advised with this picture, so I'm sending you the picture now, Lee, and then I'm going to tell you and the listeners what the picture is. I think I know what that is. Headline in the Daily Star, woman gets infected earlobe after boyfriend puts penis through stretcher hole. Ah, that's now, not what I thought it was. A bit, ah, yep. Now, what ah, I like about this is the fact that this this is from, uh, this is a legitimate thing from uh, a woman. Now, this article was posted about a week ago. And... God. This is the this is the article. A panicked woman took to Facebook for advice after her ear became infected after a bizarre sexual encounter with her partner. 
The woman posted in something called Bitch Diaries on the social media site Facebook asking for advice from other women as she claims her boyfriend put his penis through the hole where she has been stretching her earlobes. She wrote, Me and my boyf were getting at it and he tried putting his dick through my stretched ear and this is the outcome. What can I tell the hospital has happened or is there anything I can do to cure this at home? Um, there is also a definite difference in the size of the hole in the earlobe although Facebook users still questioned how small her partner's appendage was it's unclear what she did what she did in the end but as she posted it on social media it was natural that things got out of hand as her post was screenshotted and shared almost 39,000 times now what imagine Imagine if you were that guy. I mean, it it doesn't look good when you've touched a part of your partner's body and then that that appendage swells up like Mike Tyson's just uppercutted it for the last six weeks continuously. I mean, that looks... It's like the worst donut you've ever eaten. Yes, yeah, it's like terrible. It is pastry absolutely from fucking terrible. It looks awful. But it's not that big a hole, is it? No. And that's the thing that would concern me. It's like, just say, why, why did she have to say that he put his dick through? Why couldn't she just say, it's a bit infected, can anyone help? Or just go to the hospital and be like, yeah. I don't know what's wrong with my ear. It's got a bit infected. You don't have to I've mention his dick. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. But no, no. Let's sell it on it being the penis. But it's funny because... That's what everyone wants to hear. <laughs> the article that popped up just afterwards um, isn't necessarily a you fucking kidding me, although it probably could be. I just can't believe that this is an article. Mum gets mm. fright of her life as she spots Voldemort's face on a beach stone. <laughs> <laughs> Now this 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 <laughs> mum is Scottish, right? That's She's, brilliant. Nikki Halkerston, forty-five, five, had been walking along the seafront after the school run when she clocked Voldemort looking back at her. The receptionist said the perfectly dented stone, coupled with its smooth top, made for an obvious comparison to the evil J.K. Rowling character. Oh, obviously, she picked the peculiar state-shaped stone up. For, uh, from the shore on um, on the beach in Dundee in Scotland before bringing it home and placing it in the kitchen. Mum of one Nicky said, as soon as I saw it, I thought straight away, that's him. I knew who it reminded me of. It's the dents which resemble the face and even when the green, where the green moss is. And to finish it off, you have the shiny bald top which looks like his head. Now, Lee, obviously, I am now going to send you the picture. Of course you are. Right? I'd be offended if you And didn't. you're going to tell me whether this looks like Voldemort to the point where a woman stopped mid-walk to go, that's him, <laughs> that's Voldemort, that is. Have a look at that fucking picture. <laughs> what? What on earth am I looking at? <laughs> it's just a fucking stone. It looks like a, a demented tooth. Like it looks nothing. How, how have we got Voldemort out of that? So not only is it mental, 
that she walked across the beach, saw this stone, and thought, fucking hell, that looks like Voldemort. Then she took it home, and then a newspaper published an article and interviewed her about it. But what editor would sign this off, knowing full well that looks fuck all like Voldemort at any point. Well, possibly the same editor of a newspaper that had the headline, I stuck nine cream eggs up my bum. Is that another Daily Star? Is yeah. It? I thought that was a Sunday sport. No, I think that was the Daily Star, wasn't it? Oh, I mean, they're much it. of a muchness. I, I wouldn't wipe my arsehole with them. Well, no, obviously. But, I mean, are, these, are both these stories from the same place? Yeah, from the Daily Star. It pains me <laughs> that this this exists. Why? Spotted dick, is it- earlobe dick, Voldemort, stone. Are you fucking kidding me? So through um, COVID, bloody isolation bullshit, basically my dad got COVID. The kids and, and wife were around there, so interacted with him, and they came home, so they had to isolate, which meant I had to isolate. And everyone's isolated. And then we were up north visiting family, and then they got COVID separately. Like, everyone, everybody, COVID rules everything around me. Cream. Yeah, that was a Wu-Tang Clan reference, listeners, <laughs> in case you didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've been spending a lot of time chilling, doing in-the-house work and admin, but generally sitting with the family, watching some TV. Right. Actually watching TV. Now, do you think I spent my time watching a multi-million pound production uh, that has been worked on for months and months and months, uh, you know, to critical acclaim. Do you, do you think I spent my time doing that? No. No. I watched untold hours of The Chase with Bradley, Bradley Walsh. Walsh. Okay. And do you want to explain? Do you want to explain? Oh, to I our... will. Okay. I will. But I've also spent equal amount of hours watching Judge Judy. Well, I mean. Th- the listeners know how much we endorse Judge Judy. Yeah, so a lot of Judge Judy on CBS reality. Other channels are a blah, 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 blah. But I mentioned CBS because they had a, a series of adverts playing. And through my Judge Judy addiction over these last few weeks, I have managed to watch all of them. And... I've never been more involved with a series of adverts in my life. (laughs) Right, okay. So what they are is literally a CBS reality advert, like a a stinger advert where they just sort of throw the fucking big logo in your face. Hey, you're watching this channel. (coughs) Excuse me. But the, the stories were of police dogs and their handlers and particular stories that the handler can remember from this particular service dog. 
that they're, they're with in that day. And there was one where, like, oh, the, the dog wouldn't stop barking, and he pulled me through a hedge, and then I got to the other side, he ran down to some water, and there was someone in the water, basically, like, suffering or whatever, like, fucking drowning. Right. Uh, and he went, went and picked him out. But then there was one particular story, and it was about Butch the dog. And Butch is a, a, a massive uh, German shepherd, huge, ginormous. And the handler basically said that um, they were called in to a, uh, like a, a, an on-site theft. So people were on the premises thieving from, I think it was a, a jewellery heist type affair. One had been caught, but the dog was, was doing the thing that tells you that more are on-site. There's others about more criminality afoot. Okay. So Butch and his handler started to do a pass of the room. And he let him off the lead, the handler, and Butch ran off, started barking like a crazy dog, attracting a lot of attention. He had found something. And when the handler got to where the dog was, he saw Butch, big dog, looking at Intruder, Alaclava on. But the Intruder was basically doing slow-motion, Jackie Chan-esque martial arts motions to the dog. Okay. And he was mid-sentence saying, if you or this dog step towards me, both of you will be, and we presume he was going to say, put down or defeated. Mm. But that was the point that Butch... Bit him in the bollocks oh. and put him on the floor. <laughs> and this good is boy. Just, good boy. Good boy. Good boy. Who's a good boy? Yeah, mid sentence. And I loved it. And I just thought, why is this an advert and not like a recreation or something? Like <laughs> they could pay Johnny Knoxville or Steve or one of them idiots to have their fucking bollocks bit. Give him a couple of hundred grand or whatever. We could re- we could remake it with comedy stuntmen. All these great stories with reenactments by idiots. I would, I would watch that. I mean, the thing that always gets me about CBS whenever I've watched, um, watched Jude is some of those adverts go on for about eight minutes, and you're like, "Hang on, am I fucking watching the show?" Well, that's like YouTube. Have you seen YouTube just whacking up full music videos as an advert? It used to be 12 seconds or something like that was the, the longest advert you'd get. And now they're like, yeah, I have a four and a half minute music video. Have a, have a 25 minute documentary about Bitcoin. Oh, here, have a full Bollywood movie. I've had that. I've had an actual full Bollywood, hour and 20 minute Bollywood movie as an advert. Well, you know, sometimes... You, you sort of get the, the sort of, well, all the time you get the kind of cookies targeted ad type thing. Mm. And it was, you sort of have these, um, you know, you, you search for something on a shopping site and then the next time you go onto something else, it appears as an advert and you're like, fucking hell. Yeah. I was on something the other day um, and an advert came up for a personalised coffin funeral package, Right. And 
Right. You can any color and design for your own coffin was three thousand three hundred pounds for a personalized coffin, right? Yeah. Okay. And what do you think this personalized ad? What was the coffin? Uh, uh, sarcophagus. <laughs> I'm going to send you a picture, and you're going to tell the listeners what the coffin was. <coughs> So what? So this was the featured coffin on the ad. This is selling the company. Yeah. So it's uh yeah pre prepaid plans. That's quite a hard thing to say. Available. <laughs> it includes cremation fee, hearse, limousine, minister or humanist fees. This was the uh, coffin that they thought was a good fit, a good match, if you like for me okay oh so this is this is the match for you sorry yeah right i get you okay yeah hit me let me see <laughs> could you imagine so lee do so, you want to explain to the oh, listeners what you wonderful. are currently looking at so the personalised coffin funeral package at £3,300 that includes cremation fee, hearse, limousine, minister, humanist fee and professional fees would have you in a coffin of regular shape but orange bubbly cover because it's a massive advert for Iron Brew. It's a fucking <laughs> Iron Brew coffin. <laughs> I mean, they're right. <laughs> they're absolutely right. I was blown Could away how Could good that advert was. So that's it. When when I'm pecked to death by seagulls, that is the <laughs> coffin that I want to be buried in. <laughs> Fucking massive orange iron brew coffin. Full that's circle, amazing. man. Full circle. I love it.